Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come and Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 199 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we conclude this week's study of this week's Come and Follow Me materials. We are studying in set, um, not Starch and Covenants at all, in Ezra and Nehemiah in the week of July the 18th to July the 24th. And today uh, we're going to conclude Nehemiah chapter 6 and also have a look at uh, Ezra 7 and Nehemiah 8, looking at the scriptures and how they can bless our lives. But first, we need to finish off this experience with Sanballat and the local leaders trying to uh, stop Nehemiah and the work of building the wall. We had just spoken about his response of, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down, and how that may apply to us in our lives. However, they did not stop after this um, experience with Nehemiah. However, uh, this was not uh, concluded. In fact, in verse 4 it says, Yet they sent unto me four times after this sort, and I answered them after the same manner. Then sent Sanballat his servant unto me in like manner the fifth time with an open letter in his hand. I think this is interesting because, first of all, we see that, um, you know, that, that they are persistent. And as we know, the adversary is hugely persistent. Uh, he has had millennia to work and to develop his tactics of drawing us away from uh, our uh, covenants and our focus on the Lord. And he will just keep trying. Um, so once we have overcome uh, something that is difficult in our lives or a temptation or a trial or something like that, um, we shouldn't think, well, that's it. I've overcome that. You know, of course, um, he may try again. Um, and so that's one thing I find interesting from that, of course, that applies to our lives. The other thing, of course, is this open letter uh, business as well. Um, this is obviously indicating how easy it was to read the letter, how uh, insistent they were that he see further messages to try and um, d- dissuade him or, or draw him away from his work. Uh, but Nehemiah is continuously uh, diligent in his um completing of the work of the, of the wall and it is indeed completed um so that i think we can learn a lot from the example of uh, nehemiah his focus and his dedication to what uh, he is called to do the final thing we'll look at in our study of these two books of scripture this week uh, is in ezra 7 and nehemiah 8 and the title of the come follow me um, section of the manual says i am blessed when i study the scriptures so the temple is rebuilt uh, and the people still struggle. Uh, in Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 1, it says, And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate. And they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. Um, they hadn't got the book of the law. Uh, and so in verse 2 of Nehemiah, it says, And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation of both men and women and all that could hear with understanding on the first day of the seventh month. So he brings it to them uh, and he reads the law. Now, just skipping across to Ezra as well. Uh, Ezra, in um, chapter 7, verse 10, uh, it, re- it reads why he is the one that they call to do this or they asked to do this. It says, for Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. So he is someone who has been learning and has studied the scriptures. 
uh, and they have had a great place in his heart. Spencer J. Condy said, quote, One of the great teachers and prophet leaders in Israel was Ezra. As saints of the latter days, we are grateful for a modern-day Ezra, even our beloved prophet, who, like Ezra of old, has prepared himself to receive the word of the Lord and is prepared to do the Lord's will. I bear you my witness that there is a living prophet in Israel today. Close quote. There are a number of things that set a prophet apart, but I suppose one of the significant things is that they have had a lifetime of deeply studying, uh, pondering on, reflecting on the word of the Lord and acting on the word of the Lord. And if anyone wants to do good and do the Lord's and help the Lord fulfill his uh, work in his kingdom, then one of the best things we can do today is to do as Ezra and prepare our hearts to seek the word of the law of the Lord and to find his word. Um, that will be one of the greatest things we can do uh, to try and prepare ourselves for future opportunities to serve, whatever those opportunities are. Uh, and that will be a great blessing to us and our lives and the lives of those in our stewardship as well. Back to Nehemiah 8, uh, in verse 5 it says, Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord and the great God, the, the great God. And all the people answered, Amen, Amen, with lifting up their hands. And they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. <clears throat> so we see here again um, the reverence that the people are showing. And this is clearly... You know, the, the at this stage, how those people are focused and dedicated to the Lord. Uh, and it's because of this that they are starting to have success. They are rebuilding the temple. The walls of the city are being rebuilt as well um, because they are having the Lord brought more centrally into their lives. And in this, uh, in chapter, in this chapter 8 that we're studying, uh, it's talking about a feast of booths, which was referred to back in the book of Moses. Uh, and... Ezra teaches the people how they are ought to uh, to celebrate and um, hold this feast. Um, Nehemiah then listens to the words that Ezra reads and directs the people to go and to enact them. Um, and they go away, eat and drink, and send portions of food to celebrate with great joy. And on the second day, it says in verse 13, uh, I'm going to read from the New International Version as it, it's a bit clearer as to what happens it says, on the second day of the month, the heads of all the families along the priests and the Levites gathered around Ezra the teacher to give attention to the words of the law. So the next day, they all meet again to receive these words. Now remember, of course, at this time, this is the way they studied their scriptures. They would not have all had copies like we do today. Certainly not uh, copies we can keep in our pockets. But many of them, the vast majority, would have been illiterate, um, unlike today uh, in, in certain countries. Uh, and so this is um, an insight into how scripture study was held in the in the time of the children of Israel here, or the kingdom of Judah, I should say. Um, so they go back, listen to it, and they're told to build booths, um, temporary shelters, uh, it, it explains. In verse 16, so the people went out and brought back branches and built themselves temporary shelters on their own roofs, in their courtyards, in the courts of the house of God, and in the square by the water gates. The whole company that had returned from exile built temporary shelters and lived in them. From the days of Joshua, son of Nun, until that day, the Israelites had not celebrated it like this, and their joy was very glad. Um, and then finally in verse 18, Day after day, from the first day to the last, Ezra read from the book of the law of God, 
they celebrated the festival for seven days, and on the eighth day, in accordance with the regulation, there was an assembly. That verse 17, I think, is interesting. It mentions that Joshua, who, of course, we've not met for centuries um, in our study, and since then, um, since Joshua's um, death, there has not been a celebration of this feast like this since then, which indicates just how much or how little, perhaps, the word of the Lord um, was being studied by the Israelites um, deeply uh, up to this point. And so, as you can see here, their joy was very glad because they were following and fulfilling the word. And for us, in, you know, the scriptures can bring a lot of joy and gladness to our hearts because they can bring peace and assurance and hope uh, in the difficult times of our lives. Uh, and for many other reasons as well, they teach of Christ and his doctrine, which brings the most hope of any uh, to us in, in anything that we can face. So the scriptures can be and should be a vital part of our daily lives as it was with this people at this time. Thank you so much for studying this uh, with me today. Please do um, share what your thoughts on the study on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com as well. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again. <laughs>